Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to Evening Words on WURD, progressive black talk media. Welcome back to Evening Words. I'm your guest host, Dara Lise Lyons, uh, speaking now with Felicia Schenken, the CEO and founder of the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection and the PWNC Foundation, um, both of which help professional business women and solo women entrepreneurs who lack exposure in the marketplace to learn how to find untapped resources to grow their businesses and find connections with professionals who get proven results. Fun Times Magazine featured Felicia in its March, April 2020 edition as part of the 2020 Philadelphia Who's Who Black Women of Influence. Um, International Brains Magazine recognized her as an influential leader and business owner. She was named uh, one of the top 50 most influential women in business by VIP Global Magazine. And USA Today Black History Month Special Edition Magazine acknowledged her for being a Black-owned business. So uh, welcome, Felicia. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you, Darylise. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah. So I want to just jump right in. How did you get into this work, sort of supporting um, Black businesswomen and solo or businesswomen and solo women entrepreneurs um, of all you know demographics who lack exposure in the marketplace? How did you get into this this line of work? Well, it's funny that you asked that. It wasn't something that uh, I had planned to do. <laughs> I kind of got the vision in a Panera Bread one day, <laughs> and um, I wanted to do something different in the city of Philadelphia. Um, you know, I was going to networking events, and I just felt like there was things missing. I felt like the fun of the events was missing. You know, it was a lot of going to and networking and passing business cards, and some of them, you know, uh, were at restaurants. So, of course, there was uh, bars there and different things like that. But I wanted something where women could come and just be ourselves, mm-hmm. let down our hair, um, just enjoy each other's company and just have fun. So I wanted to start this organization off as us coming together, um, doing fashion shows and hair and makeup, but also not only having fun, but leaving with content for our business mm-hmm. um, to help us up and start, grow and different things like that. So that's how the idea got started. And five years later, almost five years later, I had no idea that it would grow to where it is now. Yeah, I love that. So, I mean, this idea of blending fun and blending content. So like, what kind of what kind of content are we talking about for someone who's never been to one of your, your networking events? Well, what I try to do is I try to get a businesswoman uh, to come and talk before my group. And when I say my group, I don't mean exclusive to my group. Anyone's invited. Men are invited as well. You don't have to be a part of the PWNC community. So we would talk about things maybe like starting a business or uh, social media with your business, um, how to use LinkedIn, how to find customers, how to price your products and your services. So things that we felt that were needed Um, One of the things that broke my heart was when COVID came, because we started right before COVID. I started PWNC of May of 2019, Mm. and I started my foundation, PWNC Foundation, October 2019. Mm. So we started right before COVID. We were having events every month. And um, what broke my heart was when the government came and started assisting small businesses, 
And there were so many businesses of people that looked like me, Mm -hmm. especially women who did not have their businesses set up properly, Mm -hmm. whether they didn't have a business bank account or they didn't have their business set up properly, LLC, nonprofit, sole proprietor, whatever it was. So I said, you know, I don't want that to ever, ever happen again. I want to be in a position where I can help women. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that if this does happen, they will be much more prepared and they will be stronger and their foundation will be stronger. Mm -hmm. So what does that require? Like, what does that help look like of kind of getting people to have a foundation that is appropriate or in line with, you know, requirements? Well, what we do is, uh, like you said, for people that have not been to any of our events, we do events. Mm -hmm. We do live, we do in person, we do workshops. We also have collaborative partners. So where we may not offer things, one of our collaborative partners is Score Lower Bucks. They have free mentorship. So we might guide them there. Um, You know, we have a partnership with AARP. So for those those uh, that audience that is 50 and over that might have left the corporate world or thinking about leaving the corporate world or want to get into starting their business. Okay. We can help them there. So it's different avenues as far as what it is. We try to meet them where they are. So the first thing I ask when someone comes to me and they say, I need help. The first thing I ask is what is it that you need help in? Do you need, are you starting a business or do you have a business? Are you stuck? What is it exactly that you need us to help you with? Mm. So once I have a clear picture, then that's where we meet them, where we are. And then we know in what direction we need to go into. Can you share like a story or an experience of someone who came to you? Maybe they knew where they, what they needed. Maybe they didn't. And sort of how mm-hmm. you supported them and how uh, the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection supported them to be able to realize some of their goals or to move in the direction that they wanted to go. Sure. Because I do some coaching. Uh, I try not to get into that coach world to say I'm a coach because I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm very careful when I say that. Yeah. But I do do some mentorship. And there has been quite a few um, clients that I have gotten uh, that were in the beauty world. Okay, Mm -hmm. whether it was hairdressing or makeup or anything like that. And a lot of them, they know what their... um, what is the word I'm looking for? They know what they're doing. They know what their niche is. Mm -hmm. They know what they're good at, but they don't know how to market it. So we have to find out, okay, what is it that you're doing? One of the things I say to them, okay, as far as social media, what are you doing? Are you uh, talking about your products? Are you talking about your services? Now, if you say for, I'll use someone that's doing hair, if you're a Mm -hmm. beautician, okay, people cannot physically be there to feel the texture of the hair that you're doing, to see the hairstyles that you're doing. So you have to create that world for them. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? Visual. Okay. I would rather see a visual of you doing something than you just take a picture and do it. Mm -hmm. YouTube. If you go on YouTube, you would be surprised how many YouTube channels of hair salons or hairstylists Mm -hmm. that are blowing it up. All you need is a thousand subscribers before you start getting paid. And some of these women have thousands and thousands and thousands of subscribers. So I said, you have to have that facade. You have to show what you're doing. You have to show when you're washing, the products that you're putting on, when you're blow drying, how you're doing it. You have to take them through the process. It's like if you're a cook, you make cookies. I can't smell your cookies 
through YouTube. Yeah. I can't smell your cookies through TV, but uh-huh. I want to give you that illusion mm-hmm. when I'm putting the extract in, when I'm rolling the dough, when I'm putting the flavors in, when I'm saying, oh, this smells good. So you're sitting there, you may not smell lemon, but all of a sudden now you smell lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. You know, you have to give them that visual illusion because people see with their eyes. Mm. They eat with their eyes. They see with their eyes before they see anything else. A person will look at a beautifully crafted video before they go and look at a photo. Mm. You know, and I know that you practice what you preach because I got to say, so I've been doing like, you know, every time that I come on and do one of these evening words slots, like I, you know, I, I let people know and I I share on social media and whatnot, but you, you you were the guest that emailed me and was like, okay, are you doing any, any social promotion? And do you have any graphics? And I'm going to create some graphics and I'm going to tag you in those graphics and I'm going to shout the thing out. And then I'm going to like, you did my whole job and more for me. And so first of all, thank Thank you. And also, I love that you're not just sort of telling people what to do or support like that you're actually out there doing the things that you advise others to do. Exactly, exactly. You know, and that's what it's all about. You know, uh, when I get clients, I say to them, I can tell you how to be successful or I can show you. Mm -hmm. I can show you what I did. That's all I can do. You know, uh, my motto is this. I can give you the plate of food. I can give you the meal. I can give you the table. I can put the knife and fork on the table. I can put the plate on the table. It is up to you to eat the meal. Hmm. So in order for me to show you that it's possible, especially for those that look like me, Mm -hmm. it is possible. It is possible. You know, I, I hate that people say, oh, well, you know, you you had this or this was given to you. Nothing was given to me. I built this from the ground up, mm. you know, and, um, you know, I'm still working a lot of times by myself. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, a lot of times I don't have the help. So I do have to be the graphic person, the media person, the the news person, the, you know, the everything um, in order to continue the mission Mm-hmm. that um, I have for PWNC. And that mission is to help women in their business. Mm. You're listening to Evening Words. I'm speaking with Felicia Shankin. I'm your guest host, Dara Lise Lyons. Felicia is the CEO and founder of the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection and the PWNC Foundation. You can also call us at 215-634-8065. Again, 215 634 8065 if you have any questions for Felicia. Um, you know, I, one of the things I found curious about you, Felicia, is that you used to be a medical professional, you used to work in that space. Yes. And yes. I, I'm two, two part question. Um, what made you make the transition from medicine to entrepreneurship? And then also what, que- what connections are you finding between like business and health, like the way that women kind of run their businesses, operate their businesses, and then their overall sort of like wellness. Um, so yeah, love to love to okay. kind of hear about that. Well, to answer your first question, um, it was easy for me to transition over to entrepreneurship. I've been in the medical field for over 25 years, give or take. Um, I love what I do. I've always been in that realm of serving. Mm-hmm. I felt that was my purpose. It has always been my purpose. Um, I just felt that I feel that when I'm serving, I'm at my best. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the saying is, it's not what you can do for me is what I can do for you. 
what I can do for you is so much bigger because eventually it's going to come around full circle to me. Mm. And the reason why I say that is I want to share something with you and the listeners. I remember I've been trying to get on word radio for a while. No way. To talk about the, yes. <laughs> To talk about PWMC, to talk about what it is that we did. And I guess the timing wasn't right. We couldn't get the schedules together or whatever. And then you reached out to me and here I am. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Things come full circle. So I started in the medical field in radiology, um, doing uh, CAT scan and MRI. I did that for a long time. Uh, I retired myself from the Department of Veteran Affairs in uh, Center City, Philadelphia. Um, I was there for nine and a half years every weekend. I always had an entrepreneur spirit. I was always doing something as I was working on the side. I always had a side hustle. I did everything from vending machines to event planning, to financial planning, to uh, different type of multi-level marketings from Avon to Herbalife, you name it, I did it. Okay, some were successful and some weren't. Um, But for some reason, I just knew at a certain age, because I'm in my 50s, and I, at a certain age, I was like, I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. I don't want to be working for someone else for the worst, rest of my life. I don't want to go to a 20-year-old and have to ask them, can I take a lunch? Yeah. Can I put in for vacation? You know, I wanted my time back. And I knew at a certain age, I wanted to retire and I wanted to do my own thing. What I didn't know, though, was about going full-time. Mm-hmm. I never had a full-time business before. Yeah. I never uh, did a women's organization business before. So that was a leap of faith. And it was an easy transition because the compassion was already there. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people, oh, I forgot. Let me back up a little bit. So I also, when I left radiology, I went back to school for nursing. I graduated from Gwyneth Mercy University, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. And I got associates in nursing. Well, I didn't start doing my nursing. I started doing the business and yeah. building the business because again, I got this vision and I, I just felt in my, my spirit that I had to be obedient. Mm-hmm. And it was when I left the VA, department of VA, that all the doors opened up for me that I needed in order to do what I had to do and continue on the path that I had to. It wasn't easy. It still isn't easy. I had a lot of people that came and left. Um, In the beginning, you know, I had people that didn't want to help me um, for whatever reason. And I'm like, listen, I'm not here to compete. I'm here to add to whatever is doing. Trust me. Philadelphia has enough women organizations. <laughs> we didn't need another one, mm-hmm. but I was here to add to what was already being done. Mm-hmm. So it was one person, and I don't need to shout her out. She knows who she is, who helped me and said, I'm going to take you under my wing and I'm going to help you, which she did. Mm-hmm. And it was because of that, that I was able to continue to get the collaborations that I have and was able to build this organization to where it is now. I love that. And I think, you know, I mean, this is kind of like (laughs) your whole point, right, is the importance of those connections and those networks of women helping other women, uplifting, kind of looking backward and saying, here's some of the things that I did that worked for me. Here's some of the things that I did that I did that didn't. And maybe you want to avoid that. And, you know, I think I think some of them 
some of the most um, vulnerable communities are communities that don't that that don't engage in community, right? That don't kind of like right. bring each other bring each other along. So I I love that, right. and yeah, I wanted to talk about the power of networking and the power of kind of like who you know and the doors that get opened for people as a result of who they know and who they have access to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's not so much of what you know, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia, even though Philadelphia is a big city, it's really not that big. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows everybody in the business world, (laughs) believe it or not. Everybody knows somebody's name or they heard of their organization. I can't tell you how many times I go to networking events and people like, I've heard of your organization or I've heard of you or I'm on your mailing list (laughs) and I didn't even know that was you. So you'd be surprised of how small the business world really is um, in Philadelphia. And now, since I'm out of Philadelphia, I'm in Montgomery County, Mm -hmm. I still do business in Philadelphia, but uh, it's a small world and networking is your net worth. You know, um, you have to, you can't build a business behind a computer. You can't do it. And I tell a lot of people, you know, I tried it, it doesn't work. Mm. You have to get out there. You have to let people know who you are. You have to open up your mouth. You have to build your brand because people are not, you know, success is not going to pop up one day, drop in your lap and say, hey, I'm success. Be successful now. You don't have to do anything. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. I tell people, I say, what you see now is years and years and years and years of me putting my dues in. This just didn't happen overnight. Yes, it's less than five years. All of these things have happened and the accolades, and I I appreciate that because that's just a bonus. But this is not my first rodeo. I've been doing this for a very long time. It is just now that I am starting to get the recognition because now more and more people are seeing what we are doing in the community, what we are about, um, the services that we offer. And we do a lot in the community through our nonprofit organization, the PWMC Foundation. Yeah, I love it. And I want to ask sort of about the differences between um, like uh, the PWNC Foundation and PWNC. Um, but the point that you made about kind of people looking at you now and being like, oh, you've made it, you've arrived. You know, I think <laughs> of how you, you started off by talking about how you had all these other side hustles in the past. Some of them succeeded, some of them not so much. And like, uh, and kind of, you know, I think there's some statistics out there that talk about, you know, it takes a number of I'm going to put failures in air quotes, but like a number of sort of like starts and stops, right? Or a number of kind of um, attempts before really succeeding. Or there's that book Grit, right? Where it talks about 10,000 hours and and all that stuff. Like, and I think, I, I guess I want to ask about like your perspective on failure and falling forward and your perspective on, uh, you know, doing things that maybe don't work out and learning from them and me and trying something new or trying in a different way. And um, yeah, so I just love to hear you talk about that. Okay. First thing I want to say is you never change the goal. Mm. You just change the plan. Okay. Oh, tell if me the more plan about doesn't that. Work out, yeah. If the plan doesn't work out, change it. But you never change the goal because you always have a goal. That's what you're trying to reach. That's what you're trying to expire for, right? Mm. So it's it's crazy because, you know, I when I talk to women and they say, okay, I want to start a business. Okay, well, what type of business you want to start? Then they start going into their spiel and everything. Okay. And I say, okay, that's nice. But are you ready to have days where you're not getting paid? Mm-hmm. 
you're not appreciated, okay? It takes a year to plan one event that might be for two hours. Yeah. And you might have 10 people show up, (laughs) okay? That's heartbreaking. Yeah. For someone that's not strong enough, they're like, oh, you know what? This is a bust. I'm not going to do this. Mm -hmm. And I experienced that because before the first year, I didn't charge. I had an event every month. I didn't charge. We had wine at the events. We had food at the events. And, you know, as I'm planning each month, you know, the numbers started growing, but you started off, maybe you had 10, maybe you had five, maybe you had eight. You know, I could have stopped and said, you know what, this is going to, this is not going to work. But I knew that this was bigger than me. And how I knew is because it was not my idea. Who sits in a Panera bread and they're talking to someone and all of a sudden you get a vision of, okay, start a women's group. But you get it so detailed that I knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. Mm. So I was like, okay, so where do I start? How do I start this? Because I don't know what to do. So again, a leap of faith, meeting people, networking, talking to people. Um, And it's funny because I want to backtrack. Those same people that shied me, wouldn't help me, are the same people that are coming back now and saying, hey. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey. And and my response is, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you you never want to discard anyone because Mm -hmm. that same person that you could discard today might be that same person that takes your business to another level might take it to a complete different level that you never even imagined. You know, it's it's like going to work. Sometimes you may not clash with the person that you're doing business with. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Personality, sometimes you have to take out of business. Yeah. Okay. Be- and, and think of the whole goal. I have worked with people who our personalities did not clash, yeah. but we knew what the end result was. It was a win-win type of thing. Yeah. And and that's where the the obedience comes in. That's where the the growth comes in because mm-hmm. it's definitely growth. Failure failure is nothing but stepping blocks of learning mm-hmm. and growing. You know, yeah. there's things that I've done um, in the beginning of PWNC that didn't work. Okay, it didn't work. Let me try this. Yeah. All right. Well, this worked a little better. Why didn't this work? Okay, maybe it wasn't time for that. We're still young. We're not five, completely five years yet. Yeah. Um, you know, so when someone say, oh, well, I failed at this or, you know, that didn't work out. Don't get discouraged. You know, I also say when you're out there now, I, I do social media every day, whether people comment or not. I'm not out there for validation. I'm out there sharing with the world what I have because someone needs what I have. Mm. OK, obviously, because we're still here. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I like to say that. When you start to fail, you know, it's a learning tool. Mm -hmm. It's a time for you to sit down and say, okay, why didn't this work? What didn't I do? What did I do wrong? What did I do right? What can I do better? Maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe I can try this six months from now. Maybe I have a course now. It didn't sell at what I wanted to sell at. But as I start to grow and people start to get to know me better and I started getting more speaking engagements and I started doing paid events and different things like Mm -hmm. that, maybe now I can price my course at three, four hundred dollars. Yeah. Somebody that do- doesn't know you and don't know who you are, they're not going to pay three and four hundred dollars for a course. And they don't even know who you are. Right. 
I'm not. I don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. It's such a learning. And I think, like, you know, to be willing to be humble, to evolve, to make mistakes, to get it wrong in the process of learning and growing, to have that resilience, I think is so important. Um, This is a really exciting and inspiring conversation. You're listening to Word Radio on 900 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming live on wordradio.com, Facebook Live, and the Word Radio app. I'm Darylise Lyons in conversation with Felicia Shankin, the CEO and founder of the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection and the PWNC Foundation. If you want to call in with any questions for Felicia, our number is 215-634-8065. Again, 215-634-8065. We're going to take a super quick break and be right back. You're listening to Evening Words on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Welcome back. You're listening to Word Radio on 900 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming live on wordradio.com, Facebook Live, or the Word Radio app. I'm your guest host for the evening, Darylise Lyons, speaking with Felicia Schenken, the CEO and founder of the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection and the PWNC Foundation. Felicia, we are halfway through your interview, and I haven't asked you yet to differentiate between the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection and the PWNC Foundation. So can you talk a little bit about what each of those things do and sort of how they might function differently. Oh, and I, I think you're muted. So we, we got you back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so we'll start with the, uh, the foundation first, the PWNC foundation, because I feel that's the meat and potatoes. That's the important component uh, overall. So through PWNC foundation, what we do there is we set up a program specifically uh, for underserved communities, um, low-income communities, women who are looking to leave their corporate job to start full-time entrepreneurship. How are we doing that? Okay, we're getting a hub together. It's a one-year program where they're able to come participate. It's free for them. Mm-hmm. They're able to come and participate in this program where they're able to have accountability partners. They're able to get coaching. They're able to uh, write a business plan um, how to set up their um, business, whatever, however they want to do it, um, legal guidance, um, financial guidance, and different things like that. While they're going through the program, they're also getting a stipend to help them uh, with some of the finances while they are going through this program. Um, some of the program uh, is done online through e-courses, and some of it is done in person. So that's what we're working towards um, now for the program through the foundation. Also through the foundation, uh, we're fortunate to be a Google community partner. What does that mean? We work with you, a Google community in giving out technical scholarships. So we have awarded so far 15 technical scholarships to uh, individuals who uh, are interested in different programs that Google offer. So that might be web design, it might be IT support, it might be e-commerce and marketing, which again is free to them. All they have to do is fill out a form, meet the guidelines. If they do, then automatically they are set up in the program. This is done online. Mm. The program is all online. It's a six months program. They go at their own pace. It requires about 10 hours a week and it's simulated um, a program that they get to do. So if they choose the web design, they have a, a, a web design, uh, assignment 
where they build a uh, a website from the ground up. And this is all done through Casera mm-hmm. that have partnered with Google to do this. Now, after the six months is over and they completed the program, they get a certificate. The certificate they are now allowed to take to uh, one of the 150 other organizations that Google have partnerships with oh, wow. where they can get entry-level jobs, okay? Entry-level jobs can start at 55, 60,000. Wow. So these are given to, again, the underserved communities, people that look like me, people that look like you, people that normally would not have this opportunity. And I've been getting the word out about these scholarships. And, uh, you know, I want to continue to because I want people to know that the it's available to them that, um, you know, these things are here for them. Because if you don't know, like you're saying is what you don't know, you don't know. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I wanna make sure that that's known. So that's one of the things that we do. We also do uh, during the year two um, signature events. One is in March, everybody knows that's Women's History Month. So what we do is we do a luncheon. We have a speaker come in. We talk to the women. uh, You know, we get resources for them and different things like that. And every year we also have a breast cancer awareness event in October. Mm -hmm. Because coming from the medical field, I'm very passionate about women and their health. um, Getting their breast exams, getting their GY exams and different things like that. So usually through that, um, we usually offer some of the proceeds to a nonprofit organization. Um, last year, we did Legacy of Hope. Uh, this year, we did not um, do any of the proceeds. We put it back into our program for the women um, that you know we want to offer our program to. So that's what we do through the foundation. Yeah. Now, uh, PWNC, that's our community. That's where we do our networking. That's where we do uh, some of our training. That's where we do... Uh, you know, some of our networking, what we're looking at now that we're going to be getting more into is government contracting. Mm. So we have our certifications for that federal contracting. We want to get more into that so we can start offering our community grants, uh, pitch competitions, um, you know, philanthropy work and different things like that, which I believe in. So it's kind of similar, but it's, it's very much different. Yeah. Well, and I'm so grateful that you took the time to really break those different components down because I know that, you know, for me being in the entrepreneurial space, right? Like, what exactly what you said, you don't know what you don't know, right? If there's grants out there, right. money out there on the table, if there's different, you know, educational opportunities, I think that people aren't aware of that they could be taking advantage of and utilizing to leverage in, in support of their dreams. I think that's so important. And also, you know, I mean, it is expensive. It's hard. It's time consuming to, uh, to, to take on your own business. And it's really, I think, prohibitive for some people who might be working a full-time job and parenting and volunteering in their community and d- taking care of an older relative or whatever, like to be able to make that transition. And so I think it's really important that you're enabling people to, to do that and providing them with financial assistance and providing them with the support that they need because so many uh, like early small businesses fail and and many people can't invest in themselves in that way. Right. And then too, you were helping the economy because if I'm able to build up 
a woman in her business, then she's able to hire people from her community. Mm. So you're giving back to the economy. And that's what it's all about. Get one, each one, teach one. Mm. So in order for us to give back, you know, she gives back as well. So people say, well, once the woman is in the program, how do we get paid besides the grants and the different things like that is once the year is up, okay, because you know, a year is not a whole a lot of time yes. for someone to establish a full business. Mm-hmm. But we don't say, okay, your year is up, goodbye, and, and get going. No, we still work with them. Mm-hmm. They're not in the program anymore, but we still work with them to make sure that they're on track to get the things that they need to do, whether it's a home-based business, mm-hmm. a brick and mortar, um, you know, whatever it is, you know, we look at their finances, we look at where they are. A lot of them, because it is uh, underserved communities, a lot of them start businesses out of their home. Yeah. I mean, my business is a home-based business. Mm-hmm. I don't have an, I have offices that I can go to, but I work mostly out of my home. Mm. So, you know, once you find out what it is that they want and where they want to go, then we know, again, what direction to go into. It's all about talking like anything. If you have a product or a service, it's all about knowing your client, knowing your customers and talking to them and see what it is that they want. You are there to provide a service for them. So you have to find out what is it that you want. You have to find out, first of all, who is your client? Everybody isn't your client. And I remember when I started, I used to say that they were like, well, who is your client? And I was like, well, all business women. But that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> all business women are not my clients. Yeah. You know, I had to narrow it down. So these are some of the things, again, me starting a full time business yeah. that I had to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, you just don't wake up and you have all this knowledge in your head. These are things that you learn along the way. And some of them, again, has been successful. And some of them I had to rethink and say, OK, well, let me rebrand this or redo this. Now, going into the next year, um, PWNC, which is our for profit, yeah. um, I'm going to be rebranding a little bit more because I think we're going to be uh, strategically uh, through PWNC going more after the government contract so yes. we can fund the nonprofit mm. and we're able to provide more programs ourselves. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So I, you know, I was going to ask you, and I feel like I kind of know the answer to this question a little bit based on what you just said. Um, but I'm curious kind of like how your business advice or suggestions would differ. And I know, you know, every person is unique and there might be some modifications, but like uh, whether your advice, whether your suggestions, whether your framework would differ from someone from an underrepresented or minority community or for someone without maybe financial resources versus someone, let's say, who has the financial backing to go into business for themselves. And like, kind of would your suggestions be different and how so? Well, one of the nice things is, okay, for instance, there was a young lady that I mentored. Okay. Um, and my prices are not cheap. Yeah. Okay. And I told her, I said, okay, let's, what is it that you want? And how soon do you want it? Mm. Okay. Let's start there. Okay. So I was meeting with her twice a week for, I think it was two to three months. Okay. And then we went down to like once a week. Okay. So now I'm happy to say that she opened up her own business, her own store. She just bought a house. She's about to have a baby. So these are the things that make me excited because it's like, okay, not only it, 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 I always tell people, you can give me a million dollars or you can give me the best compliment in the world for a woman to come to me and say, Felicia, it was because of you Mm. 
that I did not stop, that I did not quit, that I did not give up on myself. It was a post that you put that I saw and I wasn't feeling that great. You know, I tell people, I say, listen, I've been posting on Facebook for a very long time. Okay. Some days people make remarks, some days they don't, but I can guarantee you people are watching what Mm -hmm. you do because I will be at places and people will repeat to me what I said Mm. in one of my posts, but they never liked it. They never commented. But how would they know if they weren't looking? Yeah. Well, I will take the million dollars. I mean, (laughs) compliments are nice, but you can keep your compliment. I'll take the money. But (laughs) it's funny you say that. I was watching uh, the interview with Jay-Z and uh, Gail. Yes, yes. And um, one of the questions was, um, she asked him, she's like, this is what's going around. She said, someone asked if they had the opportunity to have a lunch with Jay-Z or take $500,000, what would you say to them? And he said, I would tell them, take the money. Yeah, 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 right. He was like, if they want to learn about what I'm doing, they can buy my records. I do my teaching and my records. He's like, I'm not going to tell you to pass up on money. I would tell you, take the money. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that so much. You know, you're there's an online write-up about you that mentions that you're not just a business, you're a community. And I think just based on what you're saying, I can I can glean that. Um, but like, wh- can you talk a little bit about how you build community, how you invest in, in community and create community? People know when you're authentic, Mm. people can feel that they know that. Okay. Um, that, that word fake it till you make it. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. People know when you're genuine and when you're gone, you're coming from the heart. Mm. And I believe that people that have been there, uh, since day one, since I started this business, who are still with me, they know that. They see the mission. They know the mission. They know what I'm trying to do. They they see what I'm trying to do and they feel my spirit and my heart. And I believe that those like attract like, mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So those that are like you are going to follow you. And they're going to uh, come to you. I'm a very spiritual person, too. I believe that God sends you those. They may not necessarily stay with you through your whole journey, Mm -hmm. but he sends you those, whether they're good or bad, people along your journey to teach you things along the way, whether they're good or bad. You might have had a bad experience with someone, but they might have taught you a very valuable lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the things you have to look at. Like I always say, you know, not... Everyone I have come across has been rosy dozy, okie dokie, and things are great. <laughs> yeah. But you'll never hear me say, oh, that person was horrible, or this and that, and that, because I don't believe in that. Mm. What you might hear me say, oh, that person was very good at what she does. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were able to come together and do what we had to do. And she went her way, I went my way, and I wish her well. Mm. Because there's nothing ever good when you come out of bad mouthing. And that's one of the things that we as women need to get out of. We need to, you know, sisterhood. I don't have sisters. Mm. And that's one of the things that I miss in my life. I have four brothers. I don't have sisters. Yeah. And I I wish I had a sister because I said either we would be very close or we would be very separate. And my community of women um, the ones that truly get me and know what I'm trying to do, I consider them my sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love seeing women win. I love seeing women doing their thing. You know, I'm one of those, I'm clapping for you until it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I've been clapping for years yeah. and now it's my turn mm-hmm. and I'm still clapping. 
because I, I feel that we can get so much further working together than we can apart. I hate that word competition. Yeah. I always say collaborative. Mm-hmm. Collaboration is key. You know, we can get so much further. And I tell people, I said, listen, we grew the way we grew because of collaboration. I didn't do this on my own. Yeah. I had a, a village yeah. that came and still is helping me. Mm-hmm. I can never have done this on my own. So, um, you know, that, that that's that's what I feel about that. Oh, I love that. You're listening to Word Radio on 900 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming live on wordradio.com, Facebook Live, and the Word Radio app. I'm speaking with Felicia Shankin, the CEO and founder of the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection and the PWNC Foundation. Felicia manifested this conversation. I swear she thought about wanting to be on Word and I reached out to her. We're going to take a very quick break and be right back. I got a couple more questions for you, Felicia. So we'll take a quick break and be right back. You're listening to Evening Words on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Welcome back to Evening Words. I'm your guest host, Dara Lise Lyons, speaking with Felicia Shankin, the CEO and founder of the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection and PWNC Foundation. This has been such a riveting conversation, Felicia, that I totally did not look down and didn't see that we have a caller on the line. So Sandra from oh. Philly, welcome. Thank you for being so patient. We would love to hear your question. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. Hi, my name is Sandra. And Felicia, I really wanted to thank you for your share. I think I posted it in the chat um, because you really indicated how important it was for entrepreneurs to have the right mindset and to be able to um, just keep going. You have to just keep going because you don't know when you quit, it could have been that next step, that next call, that next email that could just turn everything around. So you just have to keep it moving. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that. Absolutely. And, uh, absolutely, Sharon. I'm glad that out of everything that I was saying that you did pick that up because I always say you can quit, but don't quit on yourself because you have to look at yourself in the mirror every day. You don't want to be 80 years old and be like, shoulda, coulda, woulda. What woulda happened if I did this, if I did that? Go ahead and do it. If you fail, so what? Who cares? You're not out here to impress anyone. You are, the only person that you are impressing is yourself. And that's all you have to be concerned about. One thing I love to say to people is, what people think about me is none of my business. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like it. Sandra, thank you so much for calling in. I think, are you the same Sandra who called in last week and was talking about how you're making the transition into your own business? Um, no, this is my first time calling in. Well, and I just had a particular, I had a question. Yeah, go ahead. And thank you for calling. Thank you for being a first time caller. Yeah, go ahead and ask your, ask your question. Um, I have recently, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur of some sort for many years, but the recent business that I started this spring, um, it just really gravitates to me. I feel like this is, you know, what I'm supposed to really be doing. And I want to do speaking engagement and I wanted your advice about how to, um, get started to be able to, to, to start speaking because I understand now, you know, spirit has guided me. I know my voice is my superpower. 
Mm-hmm. And when I talk about my business and um, I even have a podcast that I'm running as well, uh, I, I know, you know, this is really what I need to do. And I need to, I need to, what I, my business helps people. Mm-hmm. And I need to be talking to as many people as I can. Yeah. So well, I wanted your advice about getting speaking engagements. Love that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Felicia, any, any advice or insights? Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, because you are a serial entrepreneur, I know you have business cards. First question I'm going to ask you is on the back of your business cards, are you telling people that you are a speaker, what your expertise is and what type of speaking engagements you're looking for? And the reason why I ask you that is because when you're out there, you're networking, you're giving out your business cards. Uh, you know, I don't know what you're doing as far as social media and different things like that. To have your business cards and to give it to someone and they can turn it over. On the back of my business cards, I have services we provide. I list about seven different services because remember, once that person leaves you that day, they're not going to remember who you are. <laughs> but if they look at the back of your business card and there's like, oh, you know what? I met this young lady and oh yeah, she was talking about the speaking engagements. Well, we need a diversity and inclusion person. This is one of the things that she says she does. Or she might do small uh, business uh, graphic designing or different things like this. So I would say definitely whatever marketing material that you have that you give out, that you promote, let people know that you are looking for speaking engagements. Ask. You have to ask. Let people know that you're looking for speaking engagements. Let people know that's what you do. Let people know that's your expertise. You have a podcast. Make sure that you end your podcast with, you know, about speaking engagement. I'm available for bookings. You know, this is the type of uh, topics that we talk about. So it's just getting yourself out there more, letting people know who you are, opening your mouth and being a lot more visible, which I'm sure that you're doing. But unfortunately, you have to keep doing it again and again and again. Consistency is key. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Love that suggestion. As someone who does speak a lot, um, I got to say too, some of those first speaking engagements might not be paid. You know, <laughs> like they oh, might yeah. not be, but if you start kind of yeah. going to libraries or doing this or doing that, you know, like right. kind of what you were talking about earlier, Felicia, like you put in that work and it really does yield some positive it, results. Um, it does. And Sandra, before you go real quick, like that perfect, Darylise, I work with Google. I'm a Google community partner. They yeah. don't pay me to give out their scholarships. They don't pay me to do their training. But through their training, I have been able to get paid from other people. Yeah. So just to just to have Google and PWNC in the same sentence is good enough for me. Right. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. It's what I think you were talking about that earlier, Felicia, with like that sort of um, paying your dues might be the wrong way to say it, but like that there is, there needs to be like a, this willingness to really put in the work and that it does pay off over time. Yes. Um, so, you know, I had wanted to ask you about right before the break, you were talking about authenticity and spirituality. And mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to ask you how those two things are condi- uh, related for you, connected for you. Well, I believe, well, first of all, because I'm spiritually grounded, mm. um, you know, I pray over everything and anything um, because I feel that sometimes you have to be still and just wait for an answer. Every opportunity is not a great opportunity. I cannot tell you how many opportunities have been presented to me that probably other people would have jumped on, mm. but it was not in alignment with what PWNC was doing. And I had to learn that. Yeah. I had to start learning to say no because everyone that comes your way, 
okay, is not necessarily good for you. And after all, you are the face of your brand. So if it fails, that means you fail as well. So you definitely have to be careful. So I believe in being spiritually grounded, the authenticity, it comes out. You you don't have to pretend, you know, it, it is what it is. As they say, you call a spade a spade. I'm, I'm dating myself now, <laughs> but you call a spade a spade. It is what it is. Uh, how can people who want to learn more about what you're doing or people who might be thinking about making that transition to their own business, but know that they don't have the resources or whatever, like how can they get connected with you, learn about what you're doing and maybe see if they're eligible for some services or can come out to some events, et cetera. Okay. Well, our website is Philly, P-H-I-L-L, WNC.org. That's Philly, WNC.org. You can go on there. It'll tell you everything about what we're doing in our foundation, as well as the for-profit, the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection. You can reach out to me. My email is Felicia at phillywnc.org. That's Felicia at phillywnc.org. And I just want to remind everyone, tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. That is one of the biggest uh, giving days for nonprofits all over the world. So if there are nonprofits out there that you have watched that you're supporting, remember them tomorrow. Remember to support them. Remember to donate to them because we cannot do what we do without the help of all of you. And I would hope that you would support PWNC Foundation as well. On our website, there is a link where you can go to our foundation, read more about our transition program, which I talked about earlier, what we're trying to do what we are doing uh, to help support us. But again, it's one of the biggest giving days. And hopefully um, everyone that is listening to me or will be listening to me, you will be taking part in that day um, some kind of way and supporting one or two or even three of your organizations. Oh, I love that reminder. Thank you so much. And thank you for shouting out other organizations too. Like I, I, I really feel like you're embodying um, your mission and your work. This has been a great conversation with Felicia Shankin, the CEO and founder of the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection and PWNC Foundation. Uh, you're listening to Evening Words on 900 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming live on wordradio.com, Facebook Live, and the Word Radio app. I'm your guest host for the week, Dara Lee Lyons. We're going to take a quick break and be back with the next guest. Felicia, thank you so much. Thank you, Dara Lee. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 